Welcome to Breakfast with Candles podcast. Simply put, this is a podcast that explores John Hughes films. On this week's episode, we discuss Beethoven. Enjoy. with candles we're here what's up jordan uh you know i'm ready to talk about this one luke let's do it good 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 <laughs> so this week we're doing beethoven at last the one you've all been waiting for <laughs> the one <laughs> yeah the only reason people come to a john hughes cast <laughs> so many emails when are you guys doing yeah. a bait these aren't real emails. my god you guys are just doing the junkie ones come on <laughs> get, get to, to the, the dog movies to the, the john hughes dog movies <laughs> um so this one was written by john hughes released in 1992 uh this was directed by mr bryant levant who i'm not familiar with but you know you don't know a lot of 90s you don't know directors work oh man <laughs> i don't know who that is either <laughs> Um, starring Charles Grodin as George, Bonnie Hunt as Alice's wife, and Dean Jones as Dr. Varnick, which it had been so long since I watched this that when he said it, I thought he said Vermin. Dr. Vermin. So I'm like, oh, that's perfect. That man is evil. I'm surprised his name isn't more like, <laughs> more sadistic like Vermin or yeah, Dr. Vile. Vermin. I don't know. They should have just changed it to Vermin. Why didn't they hire me? Yeah. Oh, because I was five. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> Um, so, okay, budget, gross, Jordan. Give me a guess here. All right, so the budget, I'm going to guess $3 million. On budget? On budget. 18. Dang. 18 is the budget. I don't know how much a movie costs. These definitely have gotten more. You can tell we're now in the 90s versus yeah, the 80s. Things are more expensive. Because this is another movie that's similar to a lot of the ones we've been watching. Like, it didn't take, you know, a lot of extra frills to, like, make this movie. I didn't see any explosions in this movie, yeah. so yeah. I didn't catch I think any. you're probably right. <laughs> think, um, yeah, I don't even think a, a gun didn't even go off. It almost did. The sound of a gun. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they had to pay too much for that. Okay, yeah. uh, gross. <laughs> this is the U.S. They have a worldwide. I just picked the U.S. Huh. I'm going to guess... Mm, Thirty-five million dollars. You're low. So Damn. fifty-seven. Oh, so it was pre- pretty successful. <laughs> Again, this is getting up there, though. I mean, yeah, compared to the movies we have been talking about. So I mean, we've, been, we've been seeing movie, like gro- grossing like twenty, maybe thirty at the top. So I think this is our highest yet. All right, this, this spawned so many sequels. So I guess it, it did. Makes, it makes That's sense. True. It's all the dollar signs. Beloved would probably be a word a lot of people would have called it back then. Yeah, enough to. Get sequels, like you said. Anyways, so I guess we'll get into it, breaking yeah. it down scene by scene as we do. Yeah, yeah. I won't even. T- I want to start before the scenes, because there's for the scene. <laughs> for me, this, the, you know, you always attach things to like your childhood when things are the most nostalgic to you. This is the most nostalgic Universal logo for me. For some reason, <laughs> I don't know. It's just yeah. the way it is in the the music. Da, 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 you haven't da, seen. Da, da, um, da. You haven't seen Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, but they do that. That's they awesome. do the same logo that it, it would have been in the time, you know, that they, which I think it was like 68, that, you know, the movie was set in. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was really cool. It's the old Columbia logo. 
So nice. There's like certain fanfares of a certain era that like strike a chord with me. Like yeah. for me, like the TriStar logo, you know, with like the the Pegasus yeah. or whatever. Yeah. The mm-hmm. one for Hook, whatever. The one that goes in front of that is the most nostalgic for me. <laughs> Whichever one. What's that the is. one that's spinning around the world? Is that the that's Universal? Universal? That's yeah. the one we get today. And uh, I mean, I we've it. seen so many movies. You and I, we've seen them all. So so many. There's, there's some studios. nostalgia in all of them, really. You know. Yeah. They're... Columbia. Miramax. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. <laughs> so you want to start? <laughs> yeah. This movie begins scary. Yeah. It's like lightning for, for a very short time though. That's kind of the funny thing. This is like the shortest little intro to be like, okay, there's something afoot. It's so weird. <laughs> Y'all it's ready? really weird. It's raining. It's storming. We enter a warehouse. Get me those there's puppies. There's a bunch of dogs barking and he needs puppies. I okay. So That's this all is, I got. From this, this is gonna scene. I, absolutely. This is gonna be a thing throughout this episode. We're introduced to Doctor Varnick, and yep. he says, "I need, I need puppies." <laughs> as he as says. a bad guy would. As a bad guy, because they're the most cute and innocent. I have no idea what he's doing from the start. Here, we'll talk about what he's doing, but no, here, I didn't you have no idea. I, immediately, I was reminded, like I've seen this so long ago, and I was so young when I watched this. I had no idea how ridiculous this. Oh plot my is. god. <laughs> We're going to talk it's about the it. most forced plot. It's, it's insane. like, what? Oh, John. <laughs> yeah. So it lightens up really quickly. We get that yeah. nice piano score. It's immediately a nice bright day the next day. Oh, it's a, it's so it's cute. Puppy now. shopping day, apparently. Have you ever seen one of these uh, where there's a storefront where there's little, there's literally I, puppies I have not at in the person. window? I've never seen this yeah. in my entire life. So looks like a good time. It looks great. I'd, I'd love, love that. to come up and pet some dogs. That would draw me in if I saw if I was walking down the street and all of a sudden there's a puppy Saint Bernard. We, we're both dog people. Let's start with that. We love know. dogs. <laughs> this is very and okay. We get Beethoven here. He's very cute. Yeah, he's a very cute. He's a puppy. sweet guy. Yeah, it's amazing how big those dogs get and how small their puppies are. Insane. So we get all these like POV shots of people like yeah, leaning just down, random and people. With them. I hate skateboard kids, <laughs> skateboard kids, <laughs> junkyard dog lady, little girls, little girls. Yeah. Who that junkyard dog lady? She's awful. She's like, I want a mean, a mean dog to. She's like the pinnacle of the scene. Yeah, and <laughs> she kind of finishes out. She wants a junkyard dog. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Beethoven isn't having that, so he he pisses Got on her. Got any pit bulls? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Got any pit bulls? <laughs> But yeah, I hate these. Lady, of course you want a pit bull. Like, Why did you start with You don't this? want a St. Bernard. St. <laughs> Bernards are big, but they're not ferocious. Do you not know what dogs are? Like, I mean, you don't know dog species, I guess. She must have seen Cujo, I suppose, before this, which I guess was a St. Bernard, right? So yeah. I don't know. Right. But uh, so, like, I hate these shots. There's, like, the wide angle lens shots where they're, like, in your face. Oh, I guess yeah. it's, like, the dog's point of view. But Almost like a fish eye. Exactly. Yeah. That wonky kind of. Yeah. You'll get that anytime. It's, like, through Beethoven's yeah. eyes, but that's whatever. True. It's a classic thing that we get in a mini, a nice. That's film. how dogs see. That's how dogs see. Even of though, course. isn't it black and white? I feel I like think they, so. they see in black and white. I think so. Send I'll us ask Ollie. 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 He said, "Yeah." What color am I, Ollie? <laughs> <laughs> a slightly grayer version of gray. <laughs> yeah. So our burglars come, and I guess who do we have here? Stanley they Tucci. Smash the window. Yeah, they smash the window. They have no glass breaking detection. On this alarm system. But they have this sophisticated laser. Yeah. <laughs> That's all they're going to do. Stanley Tucci smokes into it. Yeah. Like, yeah, you see? It's That's Stanley such a classic movie thing. Classic. Puff the smoke into the laser and then yes. you can clearly see it. 
is Stanley Tucci and uh, Oliver Platt, which is the other yeah. guy. I was like, look at him. Who is this guy? I know him. I know so him. So crazy. Just so young. Yeah. So long Before ago. so many things. Yeah, they steal a bunch of puppies and leave. <laughs> this is the most outrageous Stanley Tucci looks. Yeah. He, he's such a classy gentleman in so many of his movies. Yeah. And this, he's just like this like half-retarded kind of like mm-hmm. strange man. He's got like cow, <laughs> cowboy boots. He's got like terrible teeth. Terrible teeth. Ugh. Comb over. That's You know someone greasy. has issues when they don't have good teeth. Like, yeah. Someone needs to help this boy brush his teeth. <laughs> yeah, no good. Not the best our boy Stanley Tucci has looked. Yeah. <laughs> but, okay, so here we get this scene. What, uh, they escape from the... Uh, he like hits the curb and the... Uh, was it the Jack Russell? Mm-hmm. Gets knocked out of his cage. And apparently he's the master of escape. I guess so. He chooses <laughs> to let Beethoven out of his cage and he, screw he, all the He other knows dogs. that's a smart dog. Right I there. guess so. <laughs> There's something special about this dog. I guess so. So he lets him out, and then mm-hmm. he ends up opening the back door and letting both of them out. Yep. They escape. <laughs> Beethoven's a garbage dog at this point. This is important. For some <laughs> reason, when I was a kid, I, I, I'm going to every now and then cut back to little Jordan watching this movie because I've watched this movie so many times I was a freak, when I was a freaking kid. For some reason, when I was a kid and I saw this the first time, I cried <laughs> during this scene. And I don't, I don't know why. There's other parts of this movie You're that an are... emotional child. I guess. There's other parts of this movie <laughs> that's, like, sad in, like, the more well-rounded sense. Where, like, clearly this is a sad scene. But um, when I was a kid, I was like, uh, yeah, he's separated from his friend. Uh, I don't know what was wrong with me, but, you know. It's so different seeing these movies now oh yeah I'll we had like, such different perspectives back look then. at it i was like what what's the big deal i guess it's the music i don't know yeah. it's a- you just take movies so much less serious when you get older oh yeah and this is some 90s 90s music yeah. this music is so <laughs> schmaltzy oh yeah i kind of love it but it's it's yeah it's very uh, cheesy for sure <laughs> So then the next morning, trash guy knocks the trash, and Beethoven goes running off, exploring the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. And then he enters the house without anyone noticing. Yeah. Going he's... all around, shenanigans. Mm-hmm. Ends up with the little girl licking her in the face. Yeah, he it's weird. He like goes like room to room and kind of like assembles the cast of the family. He runs like, past where's George. Where's the youngest? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Where's the youngest and most manipulable or whatever? I could see my dog doing that. Yeah, probably. <laughs> We see her cast Bonnie Hunt, the wife Emily or whatever, and we get yep. uh, Ted, which is the uh, twerpy kid, is what I have written here. Uh, Rice, <laughs> teenage girl, also what I have written here. Emily, overly cute strange girl. Strange first name for a girl. Rice, Rice, and yeah, R Y C E. I've never, I don't know. Strange. You could have named her anything. Sometimes with these names, when they're like writing, I'm wondering what are they thinking. I don't know if they're just like. Yeah. In Rice is what I'll name this teenage girl. She's not even like the. I understand when you have a main character, you're thinking like you're overly thinking yeah. like I want a, a memorable Just name. Name her Anne or Sarah. Or Everyone something. else has a generic name, but him, Ted, yeah. Emily, George, makes Al- sense. Alice Rice. So yeah. Anyways, Beethoven manipulates the family into <laughs> yeah. Once he gets up on the the girl's bed and licks her in the face, I mean that's it. Yeah, it's she, weird. They, she's gonna love him. They seem to think that their dad has surprised them with a puppy. Yeah, which obviously they find I mean, out isn't the case. It's understandable. Yeah, that who'd have thunk that this would happen? <laughs> I'd freak out if all of a sudden I went into my daughter's oh, yeah. room and there was a dog, oh, a strange. If dog. I was like five or six, that would have been everything. It'd be amazing. 
I probably would have reacted the same way she did. Honestly. Mom, a miracle's happened. There's a dog. <laughs> Dogs are so important to kids at that age. Oh my god, yeah, and this one's real cute. So, obviously, big deal. Um, so I guess George obviously is yeah. against it immediately, <laughs> which he is like throughout all the Beethoven movies, from what I remember. Yeah, he even though the, you know obviously there's a change of heart at the end. It's like I feel like he's always kind of this way. It's just kind of his perspective. Yeah, he's framed as like the fuddy-duddy kind of like strict dad who just, you know, wants simple stuff. and He's always bothered by things, yeah. just doesn't want things to bother him. And he's like, ah, dogs all, all, already. He's like, ah, they, they drool, they snot, they poop <laughs> all of a sudden. And, and so, yeah, and then obviously the whole kids pout. Yeah. And he's like, fine. He knows what he has to do. Yeah, I wouldn't. Uh, would you, what would you do? Would you allow this, Luke? I mean, I'm Luke, a dog guy. You're a dog so. guy. Yeah, you can't. <laughs> We're really on our second this. dog. <laughs> yeah, I'll be really, really easily malleable. I don't know about a Saint Bernard though, man. That would be tough for me. Huge. We've had pugs, so we've had tiny little dogs. Yeah. And even my parents, like the largest dog we had was like a lab mix, and like you know, I mean that's so much smaller than a Saint Bernard. Yeah. So it's like probably 50 pounds versus like 150 pounds. And he knows. He knows he's going to be huge. Yeah. But yeah. And then that sequence when he's like making a wreck later on, mm-hmm. it's like, oh my God. It's nightmarish. Nightmare inducing. Like I, I, I feel for George. <laughs> like, yeah. You can you can understand that. Yeah. Before that, we get the naming scene. I think this is a pretty classic scene, I guess. I don't know. Cla- I'm using the word classic. What I mean, things I remember when I was It's funny how, like, this never comes up again. No. It's like somehow he's intelligent enough to bark the Fifth Symphony symphony, just from, like, a couple keys being played. Yeah. And yet, he never does that again. Some of these, some of this, this scene's weird to me. It's it's kind of, I have I've, I've a few things here. Uh, that the first name that comes up is, am I, am I to assume the first name is Dick? <laughs> I know. What? It's like, why couldn't they say that? I don't know. I mean, this is a very... It's what a... you call Grandpa Richard. <laughs> <laughs> That's where you're assuming that from. Yeah, and she said, like, oh, it's a bo- why did you name him a body part or whatever? And he's like, oh, he has one or whatever. It's weird. And it's what you named Uncle Richard. Like, it's uh, what you call Uncle Richard. It's what you Richard. call Uncle Richard. <laughs> and uh, another one... Okay, this is another mystery. George writes something, and it's a mystery. They yeah. look at it, and they're like, no no george what do you think you wrote i'm thinking he's thinking like garbage or garbage filth <laughs> piece of crap dog that i'll try to get killed i don't know dirty dog i don't know <laughs> when a, the little kid gives a hip reference mc hammer yeah <laughs> this is this is yeah as you say this dog is a genius to know <laughs> and like oh. he does smart things later but he like he has no like musical like abilities that they show later at least he has no passion for ludwig von beethoven it just seems so forced <laughs> yeah they they wanted to name him something memorable probably and there's this goofy way this to is do no it. ordinary dog <laughs> so then we get like a whole sequence of like growing up montage and, yeah going through different seasons and, honestly it feels like it goes from like whenever it is to like christmas something like do that. st bernard's really grow up that fast i don't know it seems really quick it doesn't seem like the kids it looks like a like age, summer so. to Christmas, and then he's like massive. I guess maybe I, they do. I don't know. It's scary sometimes how dogs 
grow up. But yeah, all we get is he pees in the suitcase, poops in the rug, <laughs> scratches the doors, gets fur on the couch, eats the Thanksgiving turkey. And so like Beethoven does this thing. He like doesn't just drool. Seems like he slimes. Like they even say it later. He fills the shoe up. Oh my god, gross! <laughs> and this scene is again gets it on the banister. The ban. I know what happens. <laughs> so he follows the trail of destruction up to the bedroom. It's drool exactly on the oh. banister. Paul, classic puppy paw prints everywhere. The one where he's in the bed. Oh, oh my god. Mm mm. And I will say, I think George is kind of funny and stuff like this. It's over the top and yeah. ridiculous. He's dramatic as can be but it's yeah. it's funny enough to me i don't know where this actor has gone but he's all up in the 90s charles groden yeah his name yeah. i don't know what he's been doing don't really but recognize it i remember seeing him recently like recently as in like maybe 10 years ago and being like holy crap he got like old quick he like took a well, that was, sharp this is 92 this so is a long time ago but he took a sharp turn into old <laughs> old person town where he's like oh my he's really how old, old do you think he is here Without looking it up. I'm not like 42? Yeah, I was thinking 50, but maybe. yeah, maybe. Yeah. But anyways, <laughs> he's entertaining in this. I so like yeah. the part where each of them is carrying their own size dog food back. Why are they doing that? <laughs> George has like the massive bag. Why did they do this? <laughs> I didn't even know they made a bag that big. Oh my God. It's like, like bigger than George. It's insane. <laughs> That's Sam's Club. Little gag. Costco. Fun times. <laughs> So it's like they make it seem like he's kind of like just a dumb dog. But then it's like the next scene, he's getting the mail. Yeah. He literally gets the mail for George and hands it to him. That's what I'm saying. It kind of goes from like, oh, he's smart enough to know the Fifth Symphony. Yeah. To like, oh, he's a mess. To, oh, he's smart. To Mm -hmm. then like later we'll see like he's ridiculously smart. (laughs) He's a genius. He's magic. Oh my gosh! Yeah, he is a he is a magical dog, and so we just. I kind of got the impression at this point it was kind of trying to push like the dad was like super high strung and like mm-hmm. you know he just he's kind of stressed out. He's like perma stressed out. Yeah, about get... business, about you know mm-hmm. the dog, about the family, about his wife going back to work. It's like a lot about that at this point. Yeah, I care. It's a cl- this is old as the day is long. That the whole. Oh, dad, you care more about the job than you do. It's the classic, you know, work-obsessed father yeah. or whatever. Who's, it's, Even though I'm not sure that he really presented that as no, the person he was. He does it. You know, it's like he's just worried about, like, providing for his family. I don't know that he's really, like, I don't know. It didn't seem like it was as bad as, like, the wife was, like, complaining about. There's no scene that, like, says, Ted, I'm not going to go to your, I don't know what he does, science fair yeah. or something like that because right. I got to go to the freaking air And he's always home. Factor. He's always home. We only yeah. see him at the that like his office like twice. He's just going to work like the normal hours. There's no scene like in Hook where his family's trying to yeah. play with him, but he's on his cell phone. It's like he midnight, at him. and he's just leaving. <laughs> exactly. So yeah, it doesn't seem it's as, no jingle all the way. No, <laughs> you're my favorite customer. You're my favorite customer. <laughs> yeah, it's not as bad as they <laughs> present. It seems like it's just fine to be honest. Yeah. But whatever they say it, and so what? We just get their the day in life. This is like the day in the life section of the right. movie. Like, here's what the family's life is like. So mm-hmm. we just get a little snapshot of what, what Beethoven do. does and what the kids do. Yeah. Exactly. Which it's hilarious. I think it's, I mean, not really hilarious, like as in the movie's trying to be funny. I just think it's really <laughs> funny that this dog just. There's nothing in this movie that's hilarious. Yeah, I know. <laughs> There's nothing that's like genuinely like this is clever comedy. It's just. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, the, so Beethoven just goes on his little adventures throughout the town. It's kind of just. 
like what he has his little escape hole in his little doggy house yeah. where he just goes and he runs off. No reason to even put him in that cage. He visits the bakery. He visits everybody. Everyone's He's like, got oh, friends Beethoven. all over town. The fireman. He's like, oh, hey, Beethoven. And he meets his little uh, Jack Russell friend. Yeah, and they have a buddy. Little, they share a baguette or croissant. I don't know. Yeah, he's got like a homeless friend that like the other the Jack Russell Terrier I guess become friends with. Dang, Beethoven like gets into like this upper middle class home. Yeah. And this Russell, got lucky. Jack Russell has to but pick Jack up Russell trash. Sort of stopped running <laughs> through <laughs> that neighborhood. <laughs> exactly. Um, and then like the daughters like just apparently he comes to the school every day to visit her. Oh my god! How She's does... just like, hey Beethoven, how you doing? Oh hey, how's it going? <laughs> Holy freaky crap! My dog walked all the way. I to guess school. he always like comes and eat lunch with her. Is what yeah. it seems like. They really push that the kids are very much loners. Yeah, you know that's it, what I get the impression of. Ted and Rice get kind of a subplot, but not sort of. But yeah. like Ted gets bullied a lot. We Tess get is that. Bullied by nineties. And Rice bullies. is obsessed with basketball kid. Mark. Mark. Yeah. <laughs> Watching him play shirts and skins <laughs> on the basketball court. Yeah. And so Beethoven like helps her like meet him i guess he yeah. um, drags him over magic genius dog <laughs> identifies that she likes this knows kid. where to go to get to her school like yeah very He's intelligent genius. more genius than ludwig von beethoven himself <laughs> and uh <laughs> so like for some reason when i was a kid these like subplots were like Oh, this is a big part. I remember watching it this time being like, this is a big part of the movie, isn't it? This is coming <laughs> going to come back and back. Which part? The thing with the bullies with Ted and the yeah. thing with Mark with Rice. No. <laughs> they, yeah. It doesn't well, well, really. Even, even the stuff with the uh, even the stuff with the dad, with David Duchovny and his whatever the other lady's name is. Yeah, the mean. Yeah, like lady. even that wasn't even that important. I remember they built it up. Deals, but there are like yeah. a couple scenes for each. You think this is going to be like the big conclusion, like, oh, these people are going to screw the dad. Oh, but yeah. But it's like, it's just a short little thing in the middle of the movie. They're eliminated yeah. <laughs> very quickly from the movie. But yeah, so what? Uh, Ted, he's getting bullied, in which I thought was funny. He's getting bullied on the bus, too. At first, they, I guess, pour milk on his sandwich, which right. is very sad. That looked like a decent sandwich. So pouring milk, milk does not go, do, go well on sandwiches. Destroyed the sandwich, I'm assured. But, yeah, they're on the bus, and the, they're picking on him. I guess throwing his glasses away. And they, he runs off the bus to escape. The bus driver is just, like, sitting there, of course. just <laughs> Like they always are in the movies. I guess. How they fun never killing help the, kid. the kids. <laughs> exactly. How fun murdering do this Do what you kid. shall do. <laughs> yeah. Do we get the scene where Beethoven, I guess, defends poor right, Ted? Right. He thinks it's him. He has no idea. He, he they pour out his fist. backpack and then they chase yeah. him off the bus. And Beethoven's like, I'll tear you apart. And Ted thinks it's him. <laughs> yeah, because he's like. He's like holding his fists up, and he's like, and then he's like looking at his fists later, looking at himself with his shirt off. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's painful. Classic, (laughs) classic John Hughes. Yeah, and and that's it. That's it. That's all for the bullies. That's it. That's it. We'll we'll hear from Mark later. Everything's fine at that point. Yeah, it never happens again. His life has been made complete. Now he can do whatever you know he's destined to do because he doesn't have bullies to worry about (laughs) because they think his dog's gonna kill them. My note here was just that they really established that the dog was everything to like the family, mm-hmm. especially the kids. Like, because then she's like talking to him about like her, you know, emotional state <laughs> later. <laughs> it's like, 
you know, the dog's just super important. They're just trying to, like, push that on you at this point. Best of friends with every single one of those kids. Then we have the shenanigans with Beethoven sneaking into the bed <laughs> with mm, George. That's right. George thinking, or who is it? Uh, Alice. Alice thinks there's somebody downstairs because Beethoven's down there watching a movie. And then Beethoven the goes man. upstairs and gets in the bed while Alice is gone. George is mm. like, oh, baby. <laughs> okay. So we have not yet gotten to Dennis the Menace yet. This, oh, this exact thing it's is coming. This exact thing is in that movie. So yeah. he's riffing off himself at one point or another. I think this came before. Just a couple weeks. Dennis. We'll be there. All right. Hang on, folks. Hang <laughs> on. I know, don't you're anxious. We're getting to Dennis the Menace. I promise. Getting to all the good ones. Another thing to note is that apparently uh, on the news when Beethoven was watching the TV, the, the uh, percentage of pet robberies have gone up 500%. Yep. So, uh-oh. They're still doing their thing. Yeah, we which we cut back to them. This is okay. Let's, they still never explain why they need so many dogs. By the end of this movie, I still don't know. But this no, is what we got. They never explain it. Okay, so they, and if it had gone up five hundred percent, there'd be a lot more dogs than there are. <laughs> it looks like it's the same number they stole at the beginning of the movie. I don't know what happened, what is happening, <laughs> and what their plan is. They steal the Jack Russell back. I don't know if it was like a vengeance stealing or if they're just on. They, they just lure keep him going. away with a tin can <laughs> on a string, and they just <laughs> throw a net on him. Oh, jeez. Okay, and so we get a guy. Okay, help me out here. We get a guy talking, Doctor Varnick. And he wants him to, like, test ammunition. Yep. We got this new experimental explosive round. We need to see how much of a mess it will make. That's, yeah, this is definitely the most ridiculous thing ever. I have here WTF. We're going to need big dogs with large skulls. That's what he says. Something so like they're that. So they're rounding up dogs to Because there's no them. way to test your ammunition except on a live dog. Dog. And not even, like, any other animal. There are not like a rat or that society has deemed <laughs> worthy of execution. Like even a raccoon, freaking armadillo or something. But this man poses as a veterinary. I don't know. Maybe he is a veterinary. Or maybe wild hogs. They run amok. I their list has as long as a mile Hyenas. of animals you'd go through to test ammunition on. And pet dogs. I want you to put Stolen this. from pet shops. And it didn't even look military grade. It wasn't like it was making a contact with the military. It just looked like they glued a little red piece on the top of like a normal like. That goes into a revolver. Yeah. <laughs> It just looked like a hollow point, like slightly modified to look a little different. What were they thinking when they wrote this? <laughs> what are we going to have the bad guys Not do? They. John Hughes. Oh, yeah. John Hughes. The beloved well, director, filmmaker. I believe who wrote this movie under a pseudonym, by the way. <laughs> so at this time, he didn't want people to know that it was John Hughes. <laughs> oh, my it's, God. Uh, it's, it's Bon Googs. <laughs> Is this guy go down as one of the most diabolical villains of all time? Because oh you can't gosh. think of anything better. To, and he's passionate. He is so, so passionate. You want to see what kind of a mess it makes? <laughs> okay. I have to find some large dogs. Like a St. Bernard. I have to work on that <laughs> imitation. It's pretty good. I like it. And he, he wants a certain St. Bernard. 
I that's know. another thing. He just keeps going after Beethoven. Of all the dogs in the world, like why didn't you go to a pet store and just steal another Saint Bernard? It's that big of a deal <laughs> when to shoot whatever dog that you already decided you have to. Sh- I guess this guy's crazy. You have already decided you have to shoot a dog. And I he's a veterinary doctor. Like you can't be that crazy. Like that takes a lot of work to get through school enough I to be a know, man. veterinary doctor. This guy, wow. So, oh man. So I guess Beethoven's going to the vet for a checkup. Chances are you are going where to where we figure out he's a veterinarian. He's a veterinarian. He poses as Doctor Varman because I like that name better. <laughs> Doctor Varman, <laughs> and he says Beethoven, and he's like, "Oh Ooh, yeah. baby, oh baby, I bet a bullet you got look quite me. the skull for shooting." He just really wants to shoot him. The, I want to shoot you so bad, that's dog. The, that's the conflict of a movie that this veterinarian <laughs> wants to shoot Beethoven yeah. to test ammunition on. You him. don't see certain dogs, and you're like, man. I wonder what a bullet would do to the head of that dog. Well, I don't know. I'm not getting paid by a mysterious <laughs> man to test ammunition. That, that might so. change everything. I don't know. Hopefully, change I'll never your whole have, perspective. I'll never have to face. Forget this, this podcasting thing. We could be experimental ammunition testers. We just have to find two thugs to go do our dirty work for us to snatch puppies. We need just a large net and an old truck. Why did they have to be puppies? Yeah. What? Well, I, I feel like I maybe I feel like maybe their plan back then was to sell him. Is my guess? Okay, I don't know. I'm just guessing here. Like we'll maybe his know. maybe he didn't have like the contract to like test the ammunition before. I'll it's go just so goofy it. how it's like it's like a 40 second scene. It's so to short. like explain the main problem in this movie. I'll go ahead and say it. When I was very young, I thought they were using these puppies to power their furnace. I'm not <laughs> kidding. Because later on, we'll Instead see Instead of wood. I don't know. Because like so later Burn on, we bodies see them of dogs. throwing stuff in the furnace. So I was like, oh, so they want the dogs to throw in the furnace. <laughs> so, I mean... Who, it's the perfect fuel. Who could blame five-year-old me for thinking this? We've gone on this way longer than the movie even attempts to. Because it's the most ridiculous thing in this whole movie. It's the most ridiculous. There's thing so many things so that are like good. I mean, up to now, it's like it's a good family film. Yeah, this. But is it's just fine. they didn't get like why something bad was going to happen. They didn't get like a good foundation for it at all. No. Like they should have just gone back, erased all this, and like been like, okay. We need like a puppy mill at least. Oh at least that would have made gosh. more sense. It's like we want to breed him because he's really smart. Like that would have made sense. You know, it's like we've seen what Beethoven can do. He's a super intelligent dog. We want to make more so we can sell him. Anything. I, I think I just wrote a better version of Almost this movie. anything would be a good <laughs> substitution in this. So evil Dr. Vermin McMonster Pants sees Beethoven. And I guess the thing he tries to do is he gets, he's like, excuse me. Mr. Newton. Let me begin spinning my web of lies. <laughs> my long plot to shoot your dog. I've had to put down quite a few of these in the last couple of weeks. Oh my God. They become dangerous dogs out of nowhere. I only really say this to you because you have children. He has the most gravelly voice. I don't know. He's what if his boy. voice really sounds like it sounds like that. I don't know if he's like affecting an evil voice. I don't know. But the next part we get is again another for me memorable when I was a child. The babysitter scene. The, mm, so yeah. the mom's going off to work, so they have to hire a babysitter to watch the kids. I think everyone knew a lady like this when they were little in the night. If they grew up in the nineties, you knew a lady like this. <laughs> this is awful. This lady. The lady thinks crazy when you're that age. Oh my gosh. Get her. 
get her introduction, which is through the, again. Doesn't know not, how to relate to kids at all. Not at all. She's hello yeah. there, little cuties. Yeah, let me awful. play the organ and sing to you. Oh my gosh, terrible. <laughs> so yeah, she sings songs for the kids while Emily plays by the pool. The pool <laughs> with no cover. <laughs> with yeah. no cover, and she's in there singing a. Late, real lady marmalade or whatever <laughs> yeah. it's pretty funny how the whole thing is kind of like scored by this horrible version of this song where she's like yeah <laughs> it took me a little bit to even recognize what song she was playing because it's, it's really bad <laughs> and this kind of cements like how beethoven's like just incredibly smart this is like a mile away yeah <laughs> He's like, sniff the air, I guess, or something. Like Rafiki in The Lion King. I smell danger on the wind. <laughs> she's she's going to die. And she go, must he, get there. he goes to a house that he's never been to before. Yeah, yeah. And locates Emily to save her from drowning yeah. in the pool. In in the nick, too, might oh I add. Oh, God. It was she's literally going under as he like got under her. This is very scary for, yeah. for, for young Jordan. I remember us having conversations about this when I was younger. Yeah. Because we had a pool and we had friends who had pools. My mom's like, you guys can't be out there if there's no one out there. There ain't no Beethoven coming Because back save then you. It, was, it was mostly because of my sister. You know, my sister was four years younger. So it was like, you know, she could slip in and you, mm-hmm. know, you might not be able to get her out in time. So I had a real fear of pools at that time yeah. because of that. You weren't inside playing on the organ. Yeah, singing. I was every day. <laughs> <laughs> Ruthie, just go out and play by the pool. I'm going to yeah, entertain some fine. youngsters and, and sing real I've got to learn this. <laughs> did you, I wonder, did you know that I sang for the old Opry trio? I don't know what she said. <laughs> Babysitter gets, I don't know why is she really shady about this. Like she's, I don't understand that she's going to yeah. get in trouble. But she's, Let's let this be my little secret. <laughs> I want to call my mother immediately. And then immediately she's like, well, it was really her fault. It wasn't oh my, my fault. She shouldn't have been out there. If you ask me, what they need is discipline. I'm surprised Bonnie Hunt didn't up and slap this woman. Oh, my God. Just ridiculous. <laughs> she's fired. You're fired. Yeah, you're fired. If you do yep. this as a babysitter, yep. you're fired. You almost killed my daughter. Yep. That's it. Yeah. Okay, here we get the David Duchovny and, uh, <laughs> and company. See. Well, it was actually earlier, but at this point, they've That's kind right. of approved it, and so they're going to have their barbecue at this point. Mm-hmm. Oh, they yeah. kind of did their tour earlier, and were like, oh, this sounds good. We can Velcro our <laughs> was it, air fresheners underneath so we can hide them, because you've made them apparently very ugly. You remember that part earlier? Oh, yeah. It's like, <laughs> he made this design. Like, oh, and they look but terrible. hanging them from my window? Tacky. <laughs> well, that's why we designed it with Velcro <laughs> Most people put them up under their dashboard because I don't know why. they look terrible. Our company made them feces-shaped, so they look like piles of feces. We know coil. they look terrible, so why don't you hide them? <laughs> like, okay, I understand giving people the option to hide them, but don't like just admit that they're really ugly. Like, Maybe you should have made them look better. It's kind of self-defeating. <laughs> yeah. You know? They are pretty terrible. <laughs> yeah. these are. You're right. Ugly and tacky. But Velcro, you can hide them, but still could be... Yeah. <laughs> What in the world? Brilliant. <laughs> so they say they're going to have a barbecue, which is like, first of all, why, George? You already know your dog is a wreck. Your dog is a mess. I can imagine. Can't we go out to eat or something yeah. on me? They don't want to do it. 
like already. They're like they don't even want to go over to their house. What's their problem? They're like barbecue. Yeah, really. <laughs> I mean, what, what is there a place that just doesn't have barbecue? I know big cities have barbecue. It's not very good, but it's there. You know, I'm David Duchovny, right? <laughs> <laughs> I guess I don't do barbecue. I guess barbecue is like a lower class thing. I don't know. It's weird. Yeah, I guess so. But they're immediately terrible. They're just like rude to the kids. They're like, the kids are like, do you have any kids? They're like, kids? (laughs) (laughs) No, honey. Silly children. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, they're evil, I guess. I had to rewind it twice. I didn't really get what they were putting in the contract that was so bad, but apparently Beethoven did. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Beethoven caught it on quick. I had to rewind it twice to understand what they were going <laughs> on, what was going on. Apparently they said in 6 months we'll own Newton Air Fresheners. So what so, does that mean? What were they going to do? They just have something in the contract where they'll buy it first, but then they'll own mm-hmm. And they're just relying on George not reading the contract, like at all. Oh, you know what it is. I've I've heard of this. So a all company right. will come in and they'll they'll like let's say you make like vacuum cleaners or something and you come in and this guy's like has a small vacuum cleaner business maybe he's got a few stores he's distributing you come in and say i'll buy you know all your vacuums uh, i want you know a hundred thousand of them so he ramps up and builds a hundred thousand now you're his only client oh. so if you pull the contract he's done so you just say okay well we'll just buy you instead of pulling the contract you put him in a spot where like Mm-hmm. He either he either does what you want or he's out of business. So nice. that's probably what it was. Beethoven understands. That's the fear practices. that what Walmart will do to a lot of companies. That's oh, why a lot shoot. of people don't want Walmart to come in because they'll do something like that to a local supplier. Mm. That's my guess. Now we own your little <laughs> local local air freshener factory. Yeah. So it's weird. Like Beethoven doesn't. I can't tell. Like he seems to like stand to attention yeah. when he hears this. Because he's but, brilliant. Pretty brilliant. <laughs> but what he does seems to be an accident or he wants you to think that. I don't know. He tied a special dog knot around those chairs. My God. It is ridiculous how far he pulls those things without them falling off. Insane. So he ties them like or as far as they can. <laughs> but before George signs the contract, he what? rips them over the fence because the guy threw his tennis ball. Yep, super But they keep like trying strength. to get the, the wife out of the picture too. It's another skeevy thing that they keep doing. Yeah. She's like, give me some give, give me some lemonade, honey. And then Thanks. knocks it over and then yeah. Real jerks. Why don't you tell me about your dog? Yeah. It's distracting him from the contract. <laughs> Anyways, so, that's kind of the end of uh Mr. Duchovny. Yeah. They go that's they it. go riding off. We don't even know what happens. Maybe they're still gonna invest mm-hmm. for all we know. Yep, George is very bad. The, you know, from he doesn't. He never finds out. By the way, he never finds out that they were tr- their plan was to steal their company. Yeah. So he was basically resigned to being like he's ruining my so life. So I guess that's part of yeah. So it's kind of just building up. You know, his dislike of Beethoven at this mm-hmm. point It's probably a big thing about this. Yeah, and so Alice is on kid, Beethoven's side, obviously, right. because she's like they're treating the kids awful, treating me awful. Yeah, Beethoven did the right thing or whatever. Yeah, it's not even like she agrees with what Beethoven did, but like she just thinks that they were so ridiculous that they deserved, they deserved it, it. Basically, they got the ride they deserved, yeah. or whatever. <laughs> so then the kids are like trying to kiss up to dad and make him yeah. feel all right by cleaning up the dog and making him breakfast and serving him hand by hand and foot. Yep, what well, they should have pro- they probably should have been doing a lot of this stuff from the beginning because they were like yeah. talking like, "Oh, dad, please, we'll we'll do all this stuff." They don't do 
They barely do anything. <laughs> they just they make it worse. They like, oh, let's run Beethoven through the sprinkler. I'm sure yeah. Dad will love this. Straight into his bed. <laughs> so now they start taking some responsibility. I don't know if Ted necessarily needs to wear a suit and cook George <laughs> breakfast, but they do. <laughs> so yeah, it seems to make things better for a while. Until. And then we get a shot of Ted playing Mario with a power glove. This I have a lot to say. The about best this. scene. Of the movie. I rocked up because, like, Amber was like, what's that he got? It? What's that he has in his hand? Because I didn't see it at first. And I rewinded. I was like, oh my God, does it's he a have a power, power glove? glove? And I went back and, <laughs> oh yeah. Idiot. <laughs> I was immediately like, oh yes. No power glove. A few things wrong with this. They're playing Mario Brothers 3, and they were playing two player where it's clearly one player. Yeah. <laughs> they're both jiggling around with yeah, the controller. That's true. <laughs> and they're just playing Mario 3, but they're acting like it's co op. But, but they had a power glove. But they had a, maybe he just like he wasn't using the power glove. It's really rice playing, but he's like, I just really love this power glove. <laughs> it's not really. Could you great. even use it like that? I mean, are those top buttons just like the A, B, X, Y buttons? The, it's like it's weird. It like has all a bunch of the normal function buttons on the thing, but it also has like this weird motion mm-hmm. kind, gyro right. kind of thing. Right. No one in the right mind would use this controller. So maybe maybe you could 3. use that. <laughs> maybe I don't know what he was doing. Probably some kids just didn't have a second controller, and they got that you know with whatever game they bought that came with it or whatever. Yeah, can I, can I, Dad, can I have this eighty dollar? Control. I have no idea how much it cost at the time. I can only yeah. imagine that it was a little bit more premium. Oh, oh yeah, for the power glove. So now cool. you're playing so cool. with power. I bet that thing's going for a lot now. Oh, absolutely. It's just such a cool collector's item. Can confirm that thing is kind of like the Virtual Boy. Yeah, well, only the cool kids have it now. <laughs> <laughs> Luke, you being one of those cool kids. <laughs> Thank you. I'll yeah. take that. Yeah. So <laughs> this while they're up there. Doctor Monster oh my Man. God. This is horrible. I mean, this is kind of their fault too, because who lets some vet just show up and be like, "I need to do something" with no one else around? <laughs> I know. To your dog. And what vet makes house calls? Oh yeah, the kind that wants to shoot your dog. <laughs> and they never asked him to come or anything. There's like, oh hey, I'm here. To- just in the neighborhood to get a dog attacked by your dog. I was thinking I'd start punching your dog in the head. (laughs) You mind if you give me about 10 minutes with him? (laughs) He's got like bare knuckle boxing gloves. All right. Mm, He's got like brass knuckles he's putting on. (laughs) I just need to do a little examination. (laughs) A little examination here. So yeah, he beats the crap out of Beethoven. So I was in the neighborhood. I go toe to toe with hurt an innocent you a dog. lot more than it is me. <laughs> yeah, come on, you feel that? Can't wait to shoot you. <laughs> you think that hurts? Oh my god! Wait for my three fifty-seven. <laughs> it's gonna make a mess, apparently. <laughs> we'll see. We'll or will we? That's what we need to know. I'm curious. I'm kind of curious what those things do. I never find out. Explosive rounds. Like, they just what go, do you think they're gonna do? Just pop them like they're a balloon. Explode. So, Good lord. Yeah, it's terrible. Like a bullet and bullet doesn't do enough damage. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. So yeah, the parents so buy works. this crap. They buy this garbage. Bunch of fake blood all over the place. No wound. No puncture wound. Just nope. a bunch of fake blood and a ripped <laughs> shirt. And like, oh, there you <laughs> That's what he does. <laughs> <laughs> Bring this dog over. I remember here. that part. I'm pressing yeah. charges. Yeah. 
So what's the threat here? So they're bring it, bring your dog to me, or I'm calling the authorities, or whatever. I'm pressing charges. Right. I'm pressing charges. I'll have to press charges. <laughs> George is like, well, I guess I got to do what I got to do. Mm-hmm. So he like takes him, puts the dog in the car before the kids can even like see. Yeah. And he's speeding off. It's kind of sad. He like approaches him and he like he sees him as a puppy and he's like yeah. he's starting to feel bad. I mean, this is terrible. Obviously, he's taking, you know, this dog which he's never seen be violent to. I'd be say put it's down. definitely one of the worst things you could have to do in your entire life. Absolutely. Because I had to do it about three years ago, and it was, it was so terrible. Yeah, and, and I and I think this scene. You've kind had of the, to do it as well. I've had to do it too, and I think some of the guilt George kind of like portrays here. I think yeah. it's actually pretty effective. I it's think it like, would be so much worse too if it was a healthy dog. Oh my god! Like both of our dogs were sick, so it's like you like you know you kind of understand like a standard of life kind of thing yeah one-time incident and you're like i'm gonna have to do this and so he's i like i kind of like the dialogue here he's like oh yeah i my dog had to put our dog my dad had to put our dog down too i never forgave him now here i am doing the same thing he's like saying something it's not your fault and he takes him in he's like he's like you were my dog too you know it's it's, it's sad i was i'm watching it i'm like i'm sad i'm watching this i'm like this is sad and so yeah beethoven's there in the hands of a monster. <laughs> and the kids are obviously upset. Obviously. And, um, dog killer. Dog killer! Just horrible thing. <laughs> Just horrible. George, oof. Harsh. Seriously. <laughs> oh, that'd be terrible. That's not a light in the load. <laughs> the little cute, overly <laughs> cute girl to scream dog killer at you. Great. So back to the, uh, the bad boys. They take him straight to the warehouse. <laughs> Like, prepare him, I'll be over later. We'll be throwing him in the fire soon to power our furnace <laughs> to take over the world. Well, first, we'll explode his brain. <laughs> and then we'll throw him in the dog furnace. <laughs> he reunites with his Jack Russell buddy, which is kind of nice. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay. what happens next? They can, So, what, what kind of pushes them to go back? I mean, it didn't take much. I mean, Alice... Alice kind of tells him, like... Look, like she'd like, what's her name? Emily is like super insistent. Yeah, that she saw what she saw. I mean, we did should you at least see marks or... believe our child over someone that we've only met twice. They're asking themselves Which the question like, they probably should have been asking. Yeah, why didn't you think of that before, before they sent the dog to the furnace? <laughs> yeah, seriously. And so, yeah. So they're... George gives in. Let's go, Dad. They they show up incredibly aggressive right off the bat. Oh my God. <laughs> They still don't know any of this is fake. They have no idea. So it's a little how aggressive. Evil he is. Yeah. <laughs> you like push him out. Pushing the door in. We want our dog back. He's already been destroyed. You're lying. And he pushes him out. Yeah, away. like there's no reason to not believe him. Mm-hmm. But then they see the arm. They see the arm. It's perfectly fine. He takes the cast off like a meat. And then I would definitely be I'd be pretty pissed if I was George. Is he not like worried about like I don't know where they are. This is the first movie we've done where i cannot definitively say they're in the suburbs of chicago yeah i have no idea yeah i was wondering the same thing i was looking for like a blackhawks jersey or something because <laughs> you know yeah <laughs> it makes sense the telltale but... signs that you're yeah. in john hughes world yeah maybe john hughes didn't have enough say to <laughs> sway everyone to put it in chicago <laughs> the director's really like be in chicago? no you know, let's put it in Genericville. It'll be a lot cheaper in Genericville, that's for sure. It doesn't really need to be in the suburbs of Chicago. Let's pay Chicago rights. 
trademark rights. But it seems like a small town. You think you'd like see Doctor Doctor Vernon, Mister <laughs> Evil Man around? I've turned you castless vermin. Oh, I uh, recovered really quickly. I don't. I don't know what his excuse would be if he saw him at the uh, Doctor Varman's Miracle Tonic. <laughs> Works every time. Works great on dog bites. <laughs> George punches uh, Dr. Varnick, which is good. Yeah. Bam. I would definitely be afraid of being sued. Absolutely. Like he said right before that. Like, you don't have enough. If, like, the authority, if you knew and you had proof that he's going to shoot your dog, <laughs> you might uh, have some grounds to punch this man. But, yeah, whatever. But you don't know that yet. <laughs> he doesn't. Yeah, exactly. You don't really know that. He, All you know is he's a liar. Mm-hmm. And so they follow him in their uh, in their station. I wagon. love how he's the last one locking up the office. Yeah, he, the vet. As evil as Not he is, some girl that works the front desk or something. He does the work. You know, you want something done right, you got to do it yourself, Doctor <laughs> Mean Man. Mean Man. It's getting not good with the with the names. But yeah, they go to Mountain Dune. I love how they not they don't he doesn't see them too. There's like a well lit phone booth across the street from right the vet there. office. Right freaking there. He's like, gee, Dad, haven't you ever followed someone before? Well, obviously not. But yeah, really bad follow by George. But I guess Dr. Doctor Monster isn't expecting such cunning. The rat man. The varmin man. The rat man himself. Okay, so here we go again. Okay, They're burning I, everything. They're burning everything. They're burning They're all like, the evidence. All the dogs. Is he, like, getting itchy now that, like, the that someone's on to him? Is that what's going on? My guess is he called up his boys and said, watch out. Like, these people know that I was lying about it. So they, okay. might, they might call the police on me. So we might have, like, the police showing up and looking at my properties that I own. Mm, imagine one takes so. off. You own a dog burning factory? What's this? <laughs> you own a factory of 500,000 dogs. <laughs> and there's only 5,000 dogs left. You've been burning dogs, mister. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I know. <laughs> what, what a preposterous idea. Only when I run out of ammo. I mean, oh. Uh. <laughs> so it looks like they're doing a couple things. Because they nab the Jack Russell. And they're like, we'll use the chemicals on him. And we'll, and we'll shoot. loads up 45 syringes of goop. Very colorful. Yeah. <laughs> All the colors of the rainbow. Yeah. They're about to shoot up into a poor Jack Russell. We don't know his name. This dog doesn't have a name. Does it? How many chemicals does it kill to kill a small 20-pound <laughs> dog? How much Nickelodeon gack can we inject into a dog before it bites the big Until one? Until he turns pink. Oh, my God. So, random chemicals, and they have to shoot Beethoven. But, yeah, the classic shenanigans Beethoven gets out again. Beethoven gets out. This time out. he just rams the gate. It was the fury of it's a seeing... It's a 150-pound dog. Like, it's huge. Makes sense. It's the fury of seeing his Jack Russell buddy getting taken. Yep. Whatever. He's like, oh, my buddy. He ain't having any of that. No, no. They're best buds. I cried at the beginning of this movie for a reason. And so, yeah, shenanigans. They chase <laughs> Oliver Platt and Stanley Tucci all over the place until Dr. Dr. Monster Man, meanie <laughs> person corners him he's like ah now i'm gonna do what i wanted to do this whole movie <laughs> see about it's about to unload and meanwhile george is on the roof at this point i didn't tell if uh, there was a debate 
it was resolved later, but there was a debate between me and uh, my wife whether or not he jumped in or he fell in. <laughs> it's kind of oddly staged. You see him standing there. It's definitely a jump fall. Yeah, you, that's what I wrote. I said in my notes, "a jump slash falls through the skylight" because he's like, you see him standing there. There's and no then you just right way to jump through, a, through. <laughs> through, a, through a glass ceiling. Batman does it pretty well. Not not George. No, not George. But, okay, so this is where it really turned. So he crashes in and interrupts the situation. Dr. Varnum's like, you should have left well enough alone. He's about to shoot George. Of course. A human, of course. Now he's a murderer. Exactly. Course. Now he's willing yeah, to be a he's murderer. He's willing to do whatever. So the Jack Russell gets him in the willy. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody kind of teams up on this one. It's the Avengers of Beethoven. Yeah, exactly. All the all the dogs are here. <laughs> the Jack Russell, the Beethoven, George, they all get together. The kids ra- like yep. ram the car. We're going in. Oh, yeah. <laughs> We're going in. You know how to drive a car? You know, classic. <laughs> this is 90s kid stuff. They do this all the time. It's fine. And so they inject uh, doctor. At first, I thought they killed him. I was like, oh, they killed the doctor. I mean, all the syringes go in him. They go flying in him, and he's like, Ugh. I was like, oh, he's Well, they don't dead. technically get pushed down. That's true. So maybe he doesn't really like get injected, even though he passes out. I guess huh. maybe the pain the of shock, all the syringes the going in. Looks like it hits him in a heart, too. I know. I wonder how they filmed that. It's very, <laughs> they really had to do it. Put like a pillow cushion or something. Sir, are you willing to get stabbed by 15 syringes? I think we're just uh, going to well, have to do it for real. Whoa, wait, wait, what? <laughs> Well, Mr. Hughes, is this the way you wrote this scene? Totally fine. <laughs> That's Mr. Hughes. I don't know how he sounds. He's like, well, I'm, I believe it'll be fine. I don't know. He's my uh, seems like a good idea to me. <laughs> Very good. Solid. As <laughs> long Hughes as we're in Chicago. All right. All the dogs are loose. <laughs> the burglars are trying to crawl away. Sick them, boys. The dogs go after him. Don't have yep. much to say about this, but I, I like the part where the dog picks up a cabbage randomly. He like picks yep. up a head of lettuce. Yep. I'm like, yep. ah, I noticed that. Yep. That's random and cute. The golden retriever, yeah. Yeah, like, oh, cabbage. I wonder if I wonder if that's just something that happened and they just left it in. I don't know. Which is so random. Why would they train them to do that? <laughs> so I don't know. I, silly old dogs. Silly old dogs grabbing heads of lettuces. And so they, this is it comes around, Luke. This woman, this is my theory. This woman didn't get a pit bull at all. She got two Doberman pitchers. They I went. I think there's into, like four of them. There's so many. They went into her <laughs> junkyard. We don't see her saying like. Makes sense. Sick them, boys, or anything like that. That's we a don't great see. script writing there. There it is. It's pay, it's payoff, Luke. That's payoff. It would have been better boys. if she was there and was like, "What are you doing here?" Like, well, well, well. I Get them. Get them, boys. <laughs> <laughs> and they pee on them. No, I'm just kidding. I don't pee <laughs> but yeah, and then uh, oh, we get. We, that's uh, they go to jail, so this confirms that they're all alive. Which I think I think at the, in the moment I'm like they're all dead, right? But no, they're all alive. <laughs> it's fine. They just tore up. They tow up. They go to jail and uh, for the rest of their lives. I don't know how long they get. It's attempted murder and a lot of dog burning. How many dogs do they think? How many dog burns? <laughs> how many dogs burned alive does it take to get into prison for life? You don't understand. This furnace was powering the city. Dogs was the only <laughs> way. Was, There's something about dog fur. It must be alive. <laughs> You'll understand one day. It's much better than coal. Oh my God. So they interview Beethoven and he barks. <laughs> okay, well, they interview the family. Then Family on the news, yeah. 
<laughs> yeah. Here's something that gets wrapped up. Mark. Oh, Mark. Rice. The dreamboat. Everyone can relax. I knew everyone was on pins and needles. Saw you on TV. I know. That's pretty cool. I like your heart now. Friday night sounds good to you. Let's get together. Bring your dog. It's all wrapped up. Thank <laughs> God. I would have been unable to sleep tonight, tonight, not knowing that Mark called Rice. Yep. Fantastic. So, yeah. And all the dogs were adopted, apparently, by the Newtons. No way this would fly. <laughs> George would have killed himself George the next George would week. have to have a brain transplant to be this person. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, they keep all the dogs, including his buddy. It would have been enough for me. It should have just been the Jack Russell because yeah. it would have been like, oh, he has a friend now. The homeless dog has found a fine. home. Give the dogs to other people. I don't know. It's fine. But, no, nope, yeah. they have to take them all. Whatever. Of course. Yep, movie's over. <laughs> Until Beethoven the second. There's a post credit scene. Not really. It, it's, there it's, is. It's literally. I didn't even watch. Beethoven majestically standing on a rock in front of a sunset, <laughs> and he barks in the movies. <laughs> the movies finally. Oh, Beethoven. They had to put that there. Let's have it end with uh, Beethoven standing on a rock majestically. <laughs> that's what it's all about. I don't know. What'd you think? Um, I mean, I think it's. Of high quality production quality, yeah, and it's a it's a good family film. But mm-hmm. I mean, you know, <laughs> what we complained about is my biggest gripes about it. Yeah, you know, overall, I, I'm a sucker for a dog movie. I love dogs, so we're in the dog assance, man. There's so many dog movies yeah. these days. We had like such a long time without any. Now we're getting Dog's Way Home, Dog's Journey, Dog's Purpose. Something about bunch some... of like military dogs helping out their military buddies. Hill, military dogs. That one with the guy from. Uh, whatever i don't even know what that movie's called it's like <laughs> called like a overly pretentious name for like a dog movie what what is it a dog there's a dog's way a dog's oh my god i forgot about a dog's <laughs> way golly yeah what was the, the one with owen wilson that Marley one that one really me. got me that's so sad that so sad i freaking watched that if you movie don't alone. cry in that movie there's something wrong with you i was like crying like hardcore yeah, watching seriously. i'm glad it's one of those movies i purposefully watched alone because yeah. i was like yeah, i know it i know i'm gonna freaking <laughs> cry during this movie you think <laughs> you think you cried during beethoven jordan during the beginning <laughs> for some reason <laughs> just wait until beethoven 2 oh man we're not covering beethoven 2 guys <laughs> i'm sorry well apparently john hughes didn't write that one so yep just we're character credit to. i'm trying to find out what that's I'm sorry, I'm here on my phone trying to find out. It's called Driving in the Rain with The Art of Racing in the Rain. What on earth? (laughs) Anyway, it's a dog movie. I've watched the trailer. I have not. Looks interesting. Okay. (laughs) It's a dog movie. I guess I have to see it. All right, let's go. (laughs) Let's use our pass. Let's go see the movie right now. See ya. See everyone. Go see the movie. Uh, We might do that. (laughs) Yeah, you know, I don't know, whatever. So next week. Um, take a very different turn. She's having a baby. It'll be next week. This one, at least as of the recording of the show, is hopefully still streaming on Amazon. Oh but gosh. last time I checked. So if you're out there and hear this episode, yeah, check it out on Amazon. Let's do it. Watch along. Yep. I don't know much about this movie, so we'll I see. Nothing. I don't think either of us have seen it. So nope. Be will this be the first one well we hadn't seen dutch i guess that was the first one we both hadn't seen right you'd never seen no, dutch right uh, yeah i would never i've right. never even heard of dutch so yeah because <laughs> you had seen weird science before right i saw that yeah. at young ages. okay so, yeah. so other than that terrible movie dutch <laughs> this is one of the first ones we haven't seen at all so yep don't rem- It'll be recommend fun. that movie but i recommend the podcast 
(laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so join us next week and hope you guys enjoyed it. Thanks for stopping by. Peace. This is way longer than I thought we'd talk about this movie. (laughs) If you'd like, you can follow us on Twitter at Candlecast, or you can follow me at PaintMeJordan. If you enjoyed Breakfast with Candles, check out our other podcast called Improperly Packaged, a show where we unbox topics related to movies, TV, games, whatever. Thanks for listening. See ya.